0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. As soon as I found out there might be a layoff, we put our money where our mouth is. We put $130 million immediately into that plant. We have the potential to keep this plant going for years. I was Doug Ford when he found out about. The pending uh, layoffs, 550, uh, of an 1,100 workforce up in Thunder Bay at the Bombardier plant where they build... Go trains and uh, also streetcars for the TTC. And that's what he said, $130 million investment. The key word investment, I guess. Jerry Diaz, head of Unifor, uh, which governs the shop up there, urging all levels of government to step up and make adequate investments in transit. Let's get Jerry Diaz in here. He's the president of Unifor to scope out what is exactly in play. Jerry, always a pleasure to have you on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
1: Pleasure's always mine, John.
0: Well, tell me now... Uh, First and foremost, Doug Ford said he put $130 million in his government. How do you respond to that?
1: Well, he has it. actually. Uh, I met with Doug probably about two and a half weeks ago, a little longer than that, actually, beginning of June. Uh, and the whole issue was to get them to sign the contract um, that the federal government uh, had in place. Uh, I had met with the feds. And I met with the province. We've been meeting for over a year. This is not a big secret. And everybody, frankly, has been dragging their feet. So ultimately, when we met with the province uh, at the beginning of June, we said, look, the saying you're holding this thing up. Sign the damn thing. And uh, it was a pretty lively meeting. But at the end of the meeting, he said, look, we'll move forward on this. We'll get it done. Uh, Doug called me on the 8th of June to say, listen, we just announced uh, that we've signed on to the 36 GO trains. But then I just found out the other day nobody signed anything yet. So, ultimately, it's not a question of him misleading me. It's a question of the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing. And and we've all had about enough of this.
0: All right. So, the idea, 36 new GO trains. This is the Metrolink's component. and 60 additional TTC streetcars are in the plan. But uh, is that going to save the jobs even temporarily?
1: Well, it, it, it gets us, at least in the arena. People need to understand, we built 163 cars last year. 163. So 36 is a good start, and they need to nail down the 60 LRVs that is needed for the TTC. Um, That is critical. And then, of course, the $28.5 billion announcement three months ago was huge. But we need to have a plan because we know we're talking about new subway lines, we're talking about new rockets. So if, in fact, we're going forward with that, which we are, let's get all of that information out on the table so that we can start building uh, the rockets. And that, in itself we'll save the jobs but people need a plan we're going to have a bunch of people laid off regardless in november of this year it's too late now to put the genie back in the bottle so the question for us becomes how long are they going to be laid off four months three months six months because workers need to know so they can plan if they're going to be laid off for four months they'll collect ei we'll work with bombardier to see if there's some sort of a top-up but people will hang around but if there's not going to be any commitments and everybody keeps kicking this football over the place for the next 12 months to 18 months, people are going to leave. They're going to transition to other work. They'll leave the community. And then all of a sudden, when the contracts do come to fruition, which they will, you're not going to have skilled workers in which to build them. And herein lies the problem.
0: Again, with Jerry Dye as he heads Unifor, this is the uh, union that governs a shop up there in Thunder Bay, Bombardier, uh, planning layoffs of half the workforce, 550 uh, I guess, been put on notice that uh, come November they're out of work or at least temporarily, should there be something coming their way. Now, this is a, the Alphonse and Gaston kind of act that's being played between the province and the feds, because Doug Ford said, you mentioned it, $28.4 billion for this big transit plan that uh, is going to include Metrolinks, the TTC, and all the rest. But they're saying the feds are delaying with their participation in this. They're not putting the money forward, uh, and so the province is kind of waiting for Justin Trudeau to pony up. Is that the problem here? Well, I don't know that. I mean, if
1: the, the feds are telling me one thing. The province is saying something completely different. Uh, the feds are saying, look, the money's there. We just need for them to bring us the plan. We need for them to bring us a detailed proposal that's here. We want to spend the money. We want, we've already made the commitment. So like I said, you've got one group saying one thing. You've got another group saying another thing. But what we end up is of carnage in Thunder Bay as it relates to over 550 jobs. This is a great plant. This is a high skilled plant. This is a world-class plant. This is a plant that has built products shipped to the United States that brings in tremendous foreign money. But obviously, if we're going to spend that type of money in Canada on infrastructure, on rail spending, subway spending, then you think they're going to use the money to keep Canadians at work. So I think everybody's saying the right thing, but it doesn't seem like you can get anybody in the room together. I've met with the feds. I've met with the province. I've begged, please, let's all get in a room because you're all saying that everybody's prepared to move forward, but nothing's moving. So what we need to do is we need to get federal government, provincial government, Bombardier ourselves in a room and say, okay, enough of the blame. I just want, we just need solutions.
0: Jerry, I don't mean to be cute with this, but if this plant were in the province of Quebec. You think there might be a federal response quicker than uh, normal?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, this is Patty Hajdu's writing for Dog. Patty is a well-respected cabinet minister. I've been speaking to her quite a bit on this. Obviously, she's concerned. So, I mean, the the, the feds laid it out quite publicly a couple days ago, and certainly they got the province's attention. But I don't think it needed to come to this. I don't know why, and John, I, there's not an intelligent argument why everybody hasn't put their best foot forward and this hasn't been done. I mean, we've known about this for a year, year and a half. This is nothing new. But I'm glad there's a sense of urgency today. I wish it would have been six months ago or a year ago, but I'll take it. Ultimately, we need to find a solution. So the whole issue of bashing, whose fault it is, who dragged their feet is irrelevant today. The bottom line is we need some solutions. We need some commitments. We know we need the cars. We know that the commitments are there. So let's just get on with it.
0: You know, you also mentioned that they ship product to the US of A. Uh, That's also become a bone of contention with these Buy America programs that are sort of protectionist, this is what Trump's uh, put in place. I understand the quotient is going to be like seventy percent going up from sixty-five. Uh, content rules going to hurt this uh, this particular plant?
1: Well, it's going to hurt. There's no question about it. But there's there's always ways around it. Um, generally, when we have sold. Uh, cars to the United States. There's been a significant amount of American content anyway. Uh, Bombardier has facilities in the United States. Obviously, they can build parts here in Canada. So there's ways of doing things. But Trump's not going to be around forever either. Um, But there's enough work to go around. There's enough infrastructure money here in Canada. We have enough you know, requirement here in Canada uh, to keep people employed. But if I look at the last deal that was just signed in Quebec, Who did they give the work, the federal government, Quebec government money. They awarded the contract for Via Rail uh, to Siemens, and they're going to be built in California and shipped to Canada. Does that make any sense?
0: Again, with Jerry Diaz, president of Unifor. By the way, I mean, there have been some folks complaining about uh, the reliability of the product coming out of Thunder Bay, as we saw with the TTC uh, streetcars, many of which. Delayed delivery, uh, serious delays, and then, you know, they had to be kind of finished off here in the yard in the eastern part of the city. Uh, why is that?
1: Well, there's no question. It was a difficult launch. Uh, some of the, the key components to frame uh, was sourced to Mexico, and it was a disaster right from the beginning. But Bombardier hasn't missed a delivery in over a year. Look, it's not unusual in major manufacturing to have difficult launches. It's, it's frankly, quite common. So was it problematic? Yes. Did Bombardier take a hit with their credibility? The answer is yes, but those are the problems of the past. Like I said, they haven't had one missed delivery in over a year.
0: Jerry, uh, it says here Unifor is going to be meeting with members to discuss the union's plan to save jobs at the plant. Uh, What can you give us at first blush? What would the union's plans involve?
1: Well, first of all, uh, we, we're on a work-sharing program right now, which is sharing the pain. We know that if they make the announcement on the 36-go trains, then we can talk about slowing down the line speed, keep people employed longer. Um, Bob Marty is saying they're prepared to work with us on that. But once again, it's just about pushing for some firm commitments. We know we need the subway cars. We know we need the LRVs. We, this, this is what we know. And you've got both levels of government agreeing that they have the work, they have the money. So... Putting the deal together ought not to be difficult.
0: Well, it's a federal election coming up in four months. I would suggest that that might hasten things a bit. Don't you think so?
1: Well, I would hope so. And if you take a look at the popularity of the Conservative government in Ontario, they're about lower than a snake's belly right now, and you think they're, they're going to want to do something positive as well. So I think that politics should be in line. But aside from that, it's not about politics. It's about lives, and it's about the community, and that's what people need to concentrate on. That's what I'm concentrating on, and I just want to get everybody in a room and fix this.
0: And so finally, of the 1,100, 550 are slated to be laid off at, uh, in the fall, in November. What about the other 5? 550. Is that like another shoe waiting to drop?
1: It is. Uh, unless we unless we nail down this work, you're going to be faced with a much more drastic reduction than this. And the problem you have is you can't have a plant that size with 100, 150 people, because I won't even pay the cost of keeping the lights on. So we need some decisions. We need them now. It's a world-class operation. It would be foolish if it got lost because nobody gave a damn
0: appreciate your time, Jerry. We're going to watch this one with interest. Thanks so much.
1: All right, John. Have a great day.
0: And you, Jerry Diaz again, uniform National President. Well, you know, he mentioned Siemens and that situation out of Quebec. And originally, uh, Siemens came in with a lower bid when the first tranche of streetcars was being bid on, you might recall. And uh, as I recall, the argument going around, keep the jobs in Canada, keep them in Ontario, give it to Bombardier up there in Thunder Bay. Well, having listened to Jerry, I mean, I feel uh, anytime, you know, you've got people whose jobs are precarious, but they're talking, or he is anyway, about uh, all levels of government urged to step up and make adequate investments in transit and save these jobs. Do you believe it's the mandate of the government and their responsibility to do that? In fact, uh, it comes around to one of those philosophical questions of companies that Maybe uh too big to fail, too important to fail, or sometimes need to fail. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.